You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear! And, as predicted, we predicted, and a lot of other people probably predicted, Arizona defeated Washington at McHale today in an early game, early for Arizona. Nice to have a noon game for once. The final score was 91-75. Props to Baby Shear, Brielle. For her score prediction, I believe it was 90 to 75. So she was the closest, I believe, of all of us. I did say 90 to 75. So um, it was a great game. We were there, Brielle and I, in person. Jason was there, as always. And uh, definitely a bounce back from losing to Washington State the other night. What say you, Senor Jason? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Pretty much what I expected. Um, you know, it was the, yeah, the end. Wow. That was the expert analysis that people no, pay well, for. Do the, do the ad. Oh, no, uh, do the ad. Oh, okay. Well, you, you're, I'm eating chicken. Jason's starving. Cause you know, the game being at noon kind of screwed everything up. So we got coffee and then he went to the game and then has not eaten anything today. So I'm eating chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Investing should be easy. Buy low and sell high. But what seems simple can get tricky in a complex field. It is too easy to encounter pitfalls in the investment space, but seeking professional advice can help you reach your goals. At Longview Insurance and Investments, we're your local professionals based right here in Tucson. Let us help you create a personalized investment portfolio that reflects your unique risk tolerance, time horizon, and goals. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more chicken chicken costco has these chicken bites that are they taste just like chick-fil-a they're actually like literally dupes for chick-fil-a and they're very good anyway what are we talking about okay so yeah i i think it's a crazy stat arizona after a loss has beaten the next team they face by an average of 16 points today 16 points. On the dot. I do know there's some upset people out there because the spread was 16 and a half. Ooh. And the, <laughs> Bummer. And the last play was, was garbage. Um, but overall, I mean, the, the game is, is what I expected. Shelby was at the game. I was at the game. Tell people about the environment, your aggressiveness level, people want to know. I mean, I think I behaved very well and I had really good people around me and we all cheered and did all the appropriate things. The only... A uh, hiccup that we had the whole game really is there was a Washington fan who was coming up the steps in our section, and I think he was a little tipsy, and he, you know, he kind of stumbled, like whatever. And um, the gentleman, two people down for me, who, who, hello, shout out to you, sir. I have to look up his name. Shout out to you on Twitter, sir. but he, I think he jawed at him a little bit, said something like just harmless, and this ki- kid immediately said something about like Shelby killed a man with a trident 
uh, about Jed Fish. Just like, yeah, and we, we love Jed Fish or something. It's like, come on, dude. Like, Washington fans, like, first of all, you're at the wrong sport. And secondly, like, at this point, cool. You, you got him. Keep him. Let's see how he screws you over in a few years. But besides that, it was awesome. I mean, it was loud. It got loud at the appropriate times. And, you know, it definitely was a top five venue for me in the country. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So we had a good time. And uh, Brielle loves the burgers at McHale's. So, honestly, McHale's food is, for stadium food, is pretty decent. I think it's good. All stadium food's a little overpriced. But, you know, if you're going to buy it, hopefully it doesn't taste like your elementary school cafeteria. And that's, uh, it does not. It's it's pretty good. So that's, so, where, we're, that's where we're at. Basketball-wise, I had said in my breakdown, which I also, I think I said 92 to 74. I don't want to brag. The Shear family is on Yeah, fire but if we were now. playing prices right, you would have been, you're over. <coughs> Whatever. But I, can, I can ground Brielle. Mm, that's true. By the way, I have no voice. It's not from the game. Now that I think about it, it was actually yelling during Fortnite last night. Yeah, we were all uh, pretty <laughs> heated during Fortnite last night with each other. So. Like, Jason is now the <laughs> king of finishing in second place. He can never just quite get over um, the hump. This was about as frenetic as a pace as I can remember watching. Frantic or frenetic? Right, that too. And Arizona faced a team, and I had mentioned in the preview that Washington has no issues running. The difference is that Washington will run and put up every shot it can, but doesn't defend. Right. Like, Washington is awful defensively, and if the game came down to who made more stops, it was very clearly uh, going to be Arizona. Washington scored 75 points and took 76 shots to do it. They don't go to the line because they're not aggressive. They literally just... Whatever you want. They just shoot, man. Shoot or shoot. And they shoot not great. Arizona is very difficult to beat in that situation. Uh, They had 14 turnovers. In a game like that, I don't really mind it. You know, I I mentioned that, again, college basketball is is about matchups. I said that many a times. But Washington, their worst nightmare is Arizona. They don't match up with Arizona in the slightest. Arizona's too big for them, as shown by the fact that the Wildcats won the glass 51-35. to uh, Second chance points, 14-7. to Had more points in the paint. Um, you know, just overall, it's just a bad matchup. And, and we knew that, you know, Umar Bala in the last two years of that has absolutely dominated Washington, and this was no different. And, I mean, there, there's not a, a ton to analyze. In games like this, I always find it easier. I think I say this every podcast, but it's easier to analyze a a game like a Washington State game than it is this because Arizona and Washington could play 10 times and Arizona would win nine of them, right? And I'm not sure about the 10th. I'm just being nice because it's just a, a bad matchup overall. Arizona was getting what it wanted. Yeah, Washington came back a few times, but like you texted me and you go, Arizona doesn't want to put him away or whatever. And I said, oh no, they're just playing around. They're going to go on an 8-0 run any minute here and that'll be that. And I think they proceeded to go on an 8-0 run when they got within nine or whatever. It's just, it was that type of game where you knew who was better pretty much right from tip. Yes, and it was pretty consistent. I think everyone just, 
doesn't like to see leads start to get a little close. You know, just that's always a little nerve wracking. Yeah, I mean, but we're, by close, we're talking ten points, right? Yeah. Like it's like, oh but no, that's not <laughs> that's not insurmountable though. Here come the Huskies; they have it down to ten, and then it's <laughs> like, true. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about some individual performances then, because there were some notable things. We're going to start not in order because we're going to start with Pella because it was his birthday weekend. And he did redeem himself for a little bit. He didn't have the best game against Washington State. So uh, Pella came I thought out Pella, a different person today. I thought Pella was awesome. Look, and, and Tommy Lloyd talks about response, right? Like, there's a reason why his teams have not lost two in a row. There, you know, there's a reason why his teams have an average margin of victory. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of 16 points after loss. These guys and Tommy respond well. And Pella did not play well against Washington State. And then he comes out and he looks like an NBA player. You know, 17 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Did not turn the ball Zero over. turnovers. Everybody that played a decent amount of minutes in this entire game uh, turned the ball over except for Pella. Yep. And, and they just couldn't guard him. And that's what I said in my, my breakdown is like, I like Keon Brooks. I think he can score. Um, but he can't guard. And like today, Keon Brooks had 15 points and five rebounds. Pella outscored him. Like I said, it was a possibility. And then he really, like, Brooks, Brooks couldn't defend Pella. Like, no. it, it's just, it, it's all it's, over. You know, and, and, and when Pella knows that a guy can't guard him, he's a monster. He's really good because he's not, he's become much more aggressive this year at taking the ball to the basket. And, and that's exactly what he did. And I heard after the game, Brielle and I stayed in the stadium. We like to listen to Brian Jeffries, and Tommy came out and did his little interview. And I heard Jeffries call Pella, uh, what did he say, a point forward. Like Pella's taking assists and, you know, being able to kind of play like a glue hybrid role a little bit. And, you know, we know why that's happening, but it's also like really refreshing to see because you have to have a pretty high basketball IQ to do that. And some of those connections he makes with Caleb uh, today were pretty incredible. And, and that's really a skill set that's going to serve him well, hopefully moving forward into his professional career. So um, speaking of Senor Caleb, kind of a big day for him, too. He disappeared for a little bit in the second half. He took more of a distributor type of role. But, I mean, I, I think it's become very clear he is the, the conference player of the year. Player of the year. I actually i will make a case in a minute but he 28 points seven rebounds five assists three turnovers he disappears for a little bit and when they need him to come back he has a lob to umar he gets the three at the end for the 2,000 points uh and, and he just has the right mentality like someone asked him about a local tv guy wasn't an awful question but asked him about but Mar it wasn't bruce uh no yeah, asked him about March, and caleb goes we're not there yet we have asu on monday thinking about february wednesday, right like we, it was just not and, and that's the mentality that they need and the older guys need. And, you know, Caleb Love, when, when he plays well, man, he is really, really good. And this is one of those games where he knew that he, he 
Washington had no chance. Paul McCauley had zero chance of guarding Caleb Love. Had four fouls in 19 minutes. Got up four shots. Only made one of them. Uh, they just don't have a guy that could guard Caleb Love in this game. Nick Amici and Washington played fine offensively, but he wasn't stopping uh, Caleb. It's just sometimes there's just Washington defensively just did. They don't have any guy defensively that could stop another guy on Arizona. What were you going to say? The about only the guy that is secretly making player the of the year at player of the we year. You know who it is that isn't going to get votes. And I almost wonder if he's going to hopefully not. I don't think he'll split, split votes. We don't want to split, Caleb. And then, like, K.J. Simpson wins it because of split. Umar Balo is averaging a double-double now. It is official. That does not happen in this conference. Remember, it was a big deal when Zoo did it. Umar had 14 and 14 and dominated this game. Absolutely. Uh, the only time where Umar struggles is, it's interesting, when they feed him in the post with his back to the basket and mm-hmm. he takes dribbles. He's not very good. No, he gets every other scenario. Like it's the go in the lane because he's quicker than people think and dunking and the lobs off the pick and roll. Like that's where he's at his best. But he's now averaging like fourteen and ten. It's pretty awesome. And he's shooting like sixty percent from the field. Like he's having a really good year. And um, you know he had some some shaky games in the beginning of the season, but now he's got seven double doubles in a row. The record is ten by Al Fleming. He has four games to do it. If you're not counting the Pac-12 tournament, he should do it again on Wednesday, and then it's going to get really difficult. A little bit hard. Right. So, So, yeah, I mean, he's he's been on fire. Uh, Let me just go down the line. Hot fire. I like, and I asked Tommy about this, Keyshaw Johnson, he didn't lose Arizona the game against Washington State. No. But he had a bad play, clearly, that wound up being the difference in the game, the free throw. So, early in the game... For whatever stupid-ass reason, I don't know why teams do this. And I mentioned this with Caleb Love. And I would say the same thing if it was Arizona on a good opposing player. The Washington bench was chirping at Keyshot. And he, if you watch, he hits the three, and he turns right to the bench. And I don't even think he says anything. He just stares at him. And then he turns around, and he blocks the shot. And then he comes back, and then he scores on the next play. And it's like... Why do, you, why do you poke the bear? Don't poke the bear. And you kind of had a feeling, Tommy said it after the Wazoo game, that he had a feeling Keyshawn would bounce back. This was, to me, a really, really good game by Keyshawn. 16 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, I thought when he is locked in defensively, he can defend. The, the issue that he's had defensively, and I expect this to change in the tournament. I really do. I think he's going to be locked in every game. But there's been games where he's just not locked in defensively. I mean, Impella does it too. When he locks in defensively, he's really, really good. Uh, you know, Moses Wood couldn't do anything whatsoever. Four of ten. It took ten shots to get him ten points, and then they switched him a little bit. And you know, it was you know it, it was a a type of deal where you know Keyshot was was great. He was. Uh, there is one negative again. Mm-hmm. Arizona's point guard player for the second game in a row was bad. That's and not good. I am not, I could tell you about Boswell and I could focus on him. I don't like his body language on that one situation with Tommy. But I think we also need to stop pretending like Jaden Bradley's played well as of late. Yeah, he's not the magic bullet, it's, guys. The problem that Arizona has now is that I think it's clear that Boswell is, is better on offense in the half court than Jaden Bradley is. And Jaden is a much better defender than Boswell is. And if you could combine the two into one player, you'd have a really good point guard. The problem is you can't. 
I mean, Bradley today was one of six. He rebounded well, passed pretty well, but he also had four fouls and, and made some stupid plays. Boswell was atrocious in the first half, bounced back pretty nicely in the second half, wound up finishing with a decent line, nine points, five rebounds, two assists, three turnovers. I think two of them came back to back. Um, but Arizona needs better point guard play this time of year. You can get away with that against the Washingtons, the ASUs of the world. Mm -hmm. You can't get away with that against, you know, we watched Houston and Baylor. If you don't have good point guard play against those teams, you're screwed. You're just, you just are. So that to me is the only concern of this game. But again, I'm not one to, to kind of harp on things after wins. I, I'm, you know. Yeah, a win's a win. But I mean, like, clearly the pattern uh, has been established. Everyone's seeing it and... You can't make Kylan and, and Jaden one person. So those skill sets, Tommy has to be able to use um, as he sees fit in a game. And there's a lot of Arizona fans that don't like it. Jason and I have very different opinions about this as well. We're not going to harp on it because I'm not here to shit on Kylan. I'm not going to do it. But um, we have to have better point guard play. And if the solution isn't in this year, obviously we're going to hopefully get to the tournament. Um, see how March looks, but there definitely will be needing to be changes. To, I think Arizona will get to the tournament, Shelby. Well, I'm 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 not jinxing it. I'm I'm with Caleb. I'm not thinking about March. <laughs> I'm just thinking about ASU. Um, anyway, so I was I'm not scaring anyone by saying you know I think we'll get to the to March. I'm just being facetious, but. Anyway, it's always a great day to be an Arizona Wildcat, especially when Arizona wins. ASU will be playing Washington State, and it's kind of hard to root for ASU. We do need to shout out one thing. We do have a couple of shout outs, yes. Number one, a shout out my guy Courtney, uh, assistant cheer coach, basketball coach. Hey, Courtney. Appreciate you listening. Number two, Arizona women's basketball. Arizona women's basketball. Two things I want to say. They had a big dick move last night. Okay, well... All right. Well, I'm just saying. We, uh, I'm just saying. That's a little sexist. Um, no, it's not. I'm it's kidding. awesome. Number one, please, if you are on Twitter, if you're a fan of another school, if you claim Arizona, miss me with the Stanford didn't have Cameron Brink bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. There's been a lot of that today. Arizona had seven players. If that's you, if you're the Cameron Brink person, please just find someone else to tweet at. Number two, Arizona did something that it hasn't done in 20 years. Uh, I, you know, Arizona woman, all of a sudden, if they beat Cal on uh, on Sunday, we're talking about them as being back on the bubble. Sneaking in. Right. And so all of a sudden, your your final two games are big. So shout out to them. Shout out to Shelby. Shout out shout to Shout out Brielle. to Erica, shout our women's Erica. writer. Shout Thank out to you. the Mikhail Nachos. Shelby, take it. <laughs> the Mikhail Nachos. Shout out to the Mikhail Burger, says Brielle. Shout out to Wilbur. You know what? Also shout out to the... Uh, Arizona pep band obviously uh, they are the unsung heroes of the uh, Mikhail ambiance in general but without the pep band going to games there would not be nearly as fun and you know I'm always a fan of of all of our spirit line including the dancers and the cheerleaders the mascots we see you we appreciate you guys and obviously I mean we already shout out Courtney from the cheerleaders but we see you. Thank you so much. And on that note, no matter where you are or what puppy you have kissing your face as you say this line, thank you, Bianca, Mwah. or what you do, you can always bear down. Also, shout out technical fouls. Tech Arizona fouls. got one. 
Arizona got one for being too far up on the court when Keyshawn murdered a man. Washington got one because Mike Hopkins is an idiot. I love technical fouls. Give me all of them. For the win. Boom. Tee up. Teed you up. Come here. Let me tee you up. Okay. Whoa.